Welcome to the last community call of this year. My name is Axel and I'm the community manager of GreenFT and with me is our co-founder and CEO Nick. So today we like to use this Twitter space to give you a first an overview of all the amazing accomplishments we've achieved in 2022 and after that we'll be answering all of your questions that you either send us in advance or ask us during this call so please just join the conversation or type your questions into the social media channels discord telegram we are watching them <clears throat> as well so i thought uh, let us start first with our achievements um, on the development side or partnership side like nick what were your development highlights of this year i mean we've been quite busy so a lot of things happened But what were your major, major highlights? Yeah, there's there's been a lot and it's it's tough to even summarize all together because a year in our space, as we all know, is 10 years in a traditional space, at least so it feels. Um, but I think some of the biggest that stand out to me from a development perspective are first earlier this year, we obviously launched our first collateral free um, traditional rentals on ETH mainnet product. So that was, you know, us kind of gearing away from this collateralized solution, which was more of a proof of concept, which is a huge milestone in and of itself. It's the first time that's ever been done in this space in general. And then we also, about April, I believe, of this year launched uh, NFT V2, which, you know, that had everything to do with um, complete DAP overhaul, complete UI UX overhaul, brand new front-facing platform, uh, brand new v2 contracts with that as well with you know various protocol level improvements um efficiency improvements all kinds of things sort of you know the next phase of re-nft really gearing up for um a lot of games that are starting to come out um we also uh, essentially built from the ground up re-nft's api infrastructure to allow you know different multi-chain stuff um, advanced features uh, etc we launched you know some some fairly expansive docs they still need to work and they'll continue to evolve um, along with that as well to start to, to allow people to even integrate things right um, we also launched um, some gaming projects right um, the first kind of taste of it we lost galaxy fight club as sort of an initial test case early on um, and then also you know more excitingly towards the end of this year of course with our avalanche solution on the development side which was a complete kind of um, redesign with our reward share product right so kind of two things going on there which are both huge um, and we launched that in partnership with castle crush obviously which is our first real activity which is, is yeah. awesome to see outside of just kind of experimental <laughs> cases um, so yeah that's just a few there's a ton outside of that as well I'd like to touch on polygon polygon was completed actually very recently and has been in testing um, another massive milestone that's gonna we can talk about a little later on and how that's gonna you know feed into 2023 uh, but in general like just really gearing up for um, a lot of these game products to actually be ready to integrate right we've got a pipeline of almost 100 different games across all chains um, and it's it's more so about when they're going live uh, you know how the integration actually looks when it makes sense these kind of things right perfect yeah yeah beautiful yeah i would i would really love to uh, you to touch on the reward share product because i think um most of the people still have no idea why it why it is so amazing because um you don't really need you, as a user you don't need to pay for rent to use that that asset because of that reward share and with uh with our expand expansion to um avalanche we've been able to to launched it for the first time in actually blockchain history yep. 
So uh, yeah, I, I'm so amazed by it. So uh, could you please touch on? <laughs> yeah. This? So reward share is pretty simple and, and straightforward, and um, it, it's a massive milestone for the space in general. I think, um, you know, if you're familiar with how the traditional kind of guild model was flowing, what's actually happening beneath the surface? We've touched on this a lot in, in previous spaces. Is shocking, right? Like there's you know a, a mix of Excel sheet tracking with managers in the middle taking 30% with. Um, you know, scripts being shared, account emails and passwords being shared. It, it's, just, it's just frankly a mess, right? And there's nothing automated or trustless about it. So with the reward share product, it actually brings, you know, not only fixing that broken kind of scholar model, but also just democratizes the ability for anyone to generate yield on their gaming assets, right? Um, and again, it functions from economy to economy with these different uh, gaming ecosystems and we adapt for them on how they're envisioning rentals and lending within their own ecosystem, right? Uh, but basically, RewardShare, you know, you have your traditional rental product, which is um, the lender defines the upfront daily rental price in the max duration, right? Just like how you rent an apartment in your real life, um, for instance. But RewardShare kind of flips that narrative on its head, where instead of having to pay an upfront price, you can enable one if you want, but let's say one set to zero, um, somebody can just use an asset and basically jump in an experience and try a deeper level of game, of play, of whatever it is, right? Maybe they want to just use a sword in a specific instance. Maybe they want to be, you know, uh, have a full-fledged character that's leveled up. Whatever the case is, um, they can do that. And then what's actually happening is the lender predefines any sort of in-game earn splits, be it ERC-20s, eventually NFTs, like however their reward loop's actually working, right? Castle Crush sort of on this tournament-based payout um, cycle and, and that token can be used to level up your cards, different things. Um, but it's completely automated. So it's it's managing all of those splits. Everything happens on its own. It's completely trustless and uh, just a massive milestone. Right? It also cuts out the need for that kind of middleman um, with that 30% lock um, and for the first time automates it all. And I think that's why we're seeing so much excitement within Avalanche. And, and, and honestly, this is where we're seeing most games um, get get excited. Like this is where they want to integrate re-NFT the most. Sure, traditional rentals they want to enable as well, but this is where they see the most value for both their community as well as their um, economy as a whole. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, I really, I'm a big fan of the rewatch. I think it's so cool to just, just being able to use an NFT without without worrying about anything. You can just play and just share the rewards after, uh, afterwards. It's so nice. Yeah, and, and you basically open up this um, sort of reverse user acquisition to some degree, right? Like now you have this accessibility yeah. functionality for, for gamers, right? I, I always touch on this, but it's it's very difficult to even ask a gamer to spend $15. Like your traditional Web2 gamers used to a more free-to-play model. They're, they're not going to just come in and spend $15, let alone $15,000, right, before trying out an experience, um, usually on a deeper level. Sure, there's sometimes like free-to-play modes in, in different, um, uh, you know, game modes, so to speak, but these don't give them the full experience of what's actually happening. And naturally, they want to progress and continue to experience more before they potentially wind up converting to buyers even. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I really have the feeling that the, the more the, the more younger the gamers are, the more open they are for, for like these kind of like like transactions because i feel like i'm like 29 so it's um to me i i still remember how the the early games were and there was was no um you you couldn't buy anything in game because that the game was just the game there were there were no micro transactions or accessories or something like this so now they grow up, grow up with these kind of fortnite games with 
all these different tra- microtransactions. So, so I think they will be also a bit more open to NFTs in general. But uh, but totally, yeah, fifteen dollars is still a lot of money for just having having a character or something uh, without. If you couldn't play the game, so yeah, totally. Exactly. It's important to know, right? Like these things are happening without Green NFT even being integrated, right? Just in a horrible way where people can get scammed. They are getting scammed. It's not trustless. They're you know taking home less because they're relying on middlemen and Excel sheets and right. Like it's worse than a traditional model. Um, you know, it, even in um, your modern day gaming today, right? There's these sort of black markets. Um, underground where people are you know borrowing yeah. skins sharing accounts trading yeah. um, skins even right like all these things are happening um mm-hmm. it's just not like directly publicized because why would the publisher publicize it right they, they yeah. don't actually earn anything from it and and they don't want it right um at least when they can't monetize from it totally yeah <laughs> all right uh let's move to the community achievements so this year we made some big strides in growing our community we launched our a community program Mission Astro that rewards active members with NFTs and other prizes. Also gave away whitelist spots for our friends uh, from Unlocked. So um, it includes a community fund. We gamified the whole community experience with uh, um, ranks or roles. And then we've also added rewards. And then um, last but not least, we also launched our ambassador ambassadors program, which recognizes and rewards like experienced content creators. Two of them are right here with us right now, Crime and Kongshlong. So big shout out to them. And um, yeah, they are more aimed for like longtime community members and um, yeah, who have already shown their dedication and commitment to ReNFT. And yeah, if you're interested in, in um, joining our Commission Astro or our ambassadors program, just join our discord and just let's have a chat and then yeah <laughs> then we can get it started perfect uh nick do you also want to touch on the community side no i just want to touch on like encouraging people to get involved as always i'll continue to preach it um you know this space there's there's a place for anyone from twitter threads to content you know written content to um visual banner creations to actual code contributions like there's a place for anyone somewhere so i encourage you to to always get involved and see what excites you um, because it can very very easily turn into something real perfect yeah yeah all right yeah what else happened this year uh let's let's move to events so this year we were all over the place around the world (laughs) so we went to conferences workshops and other other events and uh, we shared our knowledge and met a lot of great people Uh, for example we sponsored the the nft berlin and we attended it and uh, yeah it was super fun uh, finally meeting uh, robokid lewis and uh, patrick so and um, yeah, then we also we've also been to the great after show party at the famous KitKat Club. So we had a lot of fun there. And uh, for for me, the major highlight uh, was NFT NYC, where we finally got to meet up as a team in person. So it was great finally seeing you, Nick, and all the other guys, Nas and and yeah, Lewis was so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, lots of great networking going on um, at NFTNYC. There's quite a bit of people there. We met up with a lot of people who I've also worked with for, for some time from Sandbox guys down the ladder. And um, it's just a great time overall for, for everyone to get together. Definitely definitely a highlight of the year yeah. when we talk physical. You know, we all get in these remote bubbles, especially <laughs> us on our team. It's nonstop 24-7 and we're all all over the world, right? So it's, it's cool to come together once a year. Yeah. 
Awesome, yeah. Um, yeah, we've also been to uh, DEFCON Bo Bogota, so that was also great. So yeah, really around the world. Uh, so this was a very busy and productive year for us. And um, yeah, perfect. I think we can um, then start with our community questions for, uh, where we can talk about our goals for 2023. So uh, Nick, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Starting with the first one. On what chains will ReNFT be launched in, in 2023? Yeah. So uh, first, I kind of want to actually, I think you ask it further on. So uh, I'll touch on chains. So right now we're live on ETH, obviously mainnet, and we're live on Avalanche. Polygon is done. It's in final testing, mainly around UI UX stuff. That's going to go live likely Q1. Um, with one game in particular that we haven't announced that's live with a real product. It's going to roll out with that product as kind of an initial test case. It's going to be exciting to see some activity flow into that. Um, we have uh, two games actually lined up with real products as well. And again, I'm only focusing on actual games with product done that's either out there or rolling out there. Um, that Those are going to come shortly after as well. Um, so the idea is to kind of, you know, launch with one integration on Polygon and start to drive some activity. Uh, we're talking closely with the Polygon team. If you know, maybe you don't, ReNFT, we have a grant from Polygon and Polygon Studios way back, like day one, Matic days. Um, they've always been very supportive of us and there'll be a campaign um, planned there as well. So Polygon is one. Uh, that's the most immediate. Um, we're seeing quite a bit of traction on Arbitrum on some on-chain games, which we're watching really closely, talking with a lot of our partners over there and some of the, the ecosystems happening around like Treasure DAO, these kind of things I think are getting interesting in being RB is, you know, EVM compatible, we can be there fairly quickly. Um, as well, another interesting one on our radar is Immutable. Um, we're hearing quite a bit of deal flow, talking with different projects over there. Um, problem is right now, like Immutable, there's only so many things you can do on a protocol level, like you know, transfers pretty much is like one of the only things enabled. Um, so there's, there's, you know, uh, limitations right now as they continue to grow. We're watching that closely well, with actual products. Um, and I'm seeing if I'm missing anything. I think that's the main focal point right now. There's plenty of other chains. Like we talk with games building on or building around, um, some of them are further out, so we won't touch on them, but Polygon, Arbitrum, Immutable are kind of the ones that are the most exciting for us right now, one of which is already done, of course. Um, so yeah, I don't think I'm missing anything. But anyway, the end goal is to be on all chains everywhere, right? But, um, you know, we understand the complexities that come with that, the security that needs to come with that. We also have to keep in mind with a lot of these chains, a lot of these scaling solutions, um, they like tooling has to be built there first, right? In a lot of cases before we can even get there, right? Like your wallet infrastructure, um, your data indexing infrastructure, all these different things have to come together after the chain before even dApps like ourselves can start building on it. So there's, you know, a lot of those are coming together. Um, another one that was further up on our radar, but you know, given all these reasons, we're not reassessing, but we're just watching what a lot of the games we we are partnering with there are doing closely is Solana, right? So we're seeing a lot of games kind of navigate away from it. I think uh, the ecosystem's fine and will be will be fine and great. Um, but at least a lot of the games we're talking to are kind of reassessing or they're in this limbo period. So um, granted, our solution has already 
primarily been re-architected over there already, but um, we're, we're watching that one closely too. But yeah, a lot of those products, I think, are still further out than than your Arbitrums, Polygons, etc. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I can't can't wait for Polygon. I think that's so awesome because there's so many amazing games there, and I can't wait for us to be to be present. Um, all right. Uh, next question: Are you already working on new integrations? Yeah, I think uh, you've already touched on that. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's tons. Um, we talk with you know Warner had a partnerships. He and myself talk with, I mean, at least a dozen or so projects a week, usually more, depending on the week across all different chains, where they are, how they're thinking about rentals, what their timeline looks like, where their product is, some earlier than others, some close to pre-alpha, they're starting to roll out kind of initial testing, um, you know, pre-economy, kind of deciding how rentals play into their economy, all these different things, right? We, we get in there early and we help them and we, you know, talk with them and see where we can even provide value before truly integrating rentals, right? Um, so uh, that's always the case. But again, if I'm focusing on those, th those uh, three I mentioned, so there's going to be one going live. Timeline right now is on January um, with Polygon. Um, so that's going to be the initial rollout. Then there's two pretty notable games to follow directly with actual products right after that. And then uh, again, massive pipeline, but um, I'm focusing only on like concrete there's a product there's a game done they're ready to actually push out <laughs> nice perfect yeah all right third question will there be opportunities to meet the reNF team team at events next year actually really quick I forgot there's a pretty cool <laughs> integration that's we're a premier partner of that is very large that um, has to do with rentals but isn't a game <laughs> has to do with communities um oh. and that's gonna happen in january as well so i'll i'll leave it at that but um that's gonna be a pretty cool one i think you'll all be very excited about and unlock um millions of wallets oh yeah <laughs> so um cool on your question will there be opportunities to meet um likely yes so you know we're seeing what events make sense if you know us we're big proponents of value add only you know we're not your teams that run around throwing events spending money on useless things that don't move the needle i right we're, we're building a protocol and a product at the end of the day and bringing true activity and games integrations and pushing forward the boundaries is, is number one i think a lot of teams go around partying for lack of a better uh, <laughs> way to put it and, and that's that's not how we operate um we'll likely all meet up at one we don't know if we're going to do europe or like an nyc again um, we'll see um also where the demand goes for some of these events but we'll we'll likely be at one of the bigger ones some of us are always scattered around at events right like depending on our location if you know there's a pretty cool event nearby where we think there's value in talking to some of the partners um, you know face to face um, we'll be there so there's there's a chance that you'll meet at least somebody from the reNFT team at one of the leading events um, we're also looking at GDC uh, pretty actively we have an opportunity there um, so we might we might end up there as well nice awesome yeah um next one are there ch are the chances good that the reNFT token will be launched next year <laughs> I think I know who asked that question yeah. um it, look again like we don't 
you know, we we were hoping that this past year was time for the token. I think outside of just market sentiment, which is less of the worry, you know, we're more concerned about just true activity and volume, which we started touching on these last few months here. Um, you know, it remains the same where we want some of these products live. I think a lot of your compelling game products, as we kind of guessed, were delayed throughout the last year, right? I think 2023, from what I'm seeing on from a traditional large gaming studio side beneath the covers and um, also like where products are 2023, you're going to see a slew of games actually going live. It, like I'm, I'm seeing them firsthand. Um, there's actual experiences to play um, and it's going to be exciting for somebody like us who's been, you know, building products, waiting for these actual use cases to to be out there. Right. Um, so the token comes with that. And I think I'll touch on a question. Actually, you're probably going to ask at the end, which is like all about 2023 and the goals, right? Yeah, yeah. kind of three, three things we think about. Um, the one being games and integrations, right? Games and other integrations, like integrations, the core focus for 2023, you know, just driving them across all chains, all over the place, like basically mass scale integrations. Like it's finally going to be time for that. Um, the second one is really product expansions and advancements, right? So we sort of have these few different product buckets. We have traditional rentals, we have reward share product. Um, you know, we have, you know, our, our API, like we have these different sort of suites. Um, so really starting to continue advancing those across all chains, as we mentioned, and um, also like building the broader uses of them, right? Like what else can they do? What else can we um, add to them quickly that we see games request and ask for integrating them in, you know, different custodial wallet solutions as well that we're seeing a lot of these uh, gaming products integrate your like Venleys of the world, right? Your Stardusts of the world, etc. Um, and then the third is opening up the protocol community involvement, which is where the token comes into play, right? So the biggest thing for us right now is we build a lot in the open, but um, it's sort of delayed as well. Like we don't release some things for network effects, you know, um, competitive advantage. Uh, eventually that will change and everything will be open. Nonetheless, this is where we, we want to get to, right? So right now we, we are having to do a lot of handholding and tailoring for these different projects. You, what you'll find is, especially with games beneath the covers, they're all over the place. Like some of the, some of them, I, I even argue most don't understand blockchain, at least on the level our team does. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they don't understand what wallet flow they're going to use yet. Like nobody knows the perfect way, right? Everyone's kind of experimenting and figuring it out and they're lying to you if, if they think they don't. In the same way that people are experiencing or experimenting, excuse me, with, you know, a live game economy, right? There's plenty of things people are trying out and, and playing with. And so my point there is we are having to do a lot of tailoring right now. And so our 2023 goal, in my view, outside of integrations is opening up the protocol so how do we you know we've already begun in our code refactoring over the last two months how do we start modularizing these legos where people can um, easily integrate things themselves where it's like hey if you're using x y and z or doing x y and z in your product integrate x y and z from our end and it will work right so if you're using this uh you know wallet flow solution or this custodial solution you know however you're you're integrating nfts in your actual experience you can use these three things and you're good to go, right? So kind of having this stack that they can they can play with um, rather than us kind of having to hold their hand. And then, you know, our core team starts to focus on the broader product experience, developer experience, as well as, 
you know, tailoring some of those large scale enterprise compelling integrations like your wildlife of the world. Um, so that is where the token comes into play. That's where it gets really interesting. That's where incentivization models um, start to, to get involved as well. Yeah. And I wish I could give you a timeline, but the reality is we're, we're on a lot of other projects timelines as well. Um, and so, you know, we, we continue pushing forward. We have, you know, uh, a, quite a lot of runway and um, we're, we're very confident in our mission. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The next question would be the goals, but um, I just wanted to say a few words about um, like maybe community goals or something like this. So, so as you all know, our goal is to create a place where everyone feels welcome and, and get be able to get involved. So, well, the bear market has made it a bit harder to attract new eyes and so on. So, um, yeah. But we have a lot of exciting things in the works, as you as you as you've heard, and um, that will keep the community engaged and thriving so we're pretty confident in regards to the future especially on the community side so <laughs> we will make sure to g keep you all updated and and get you involved and as as i told you you can always join our discord and have a chat with us the team is 24 7 active basically so um yeah um yeah that's what i wanted to tell you guys um about the token distribution um I think, Nick, do you want to touch on the token distribution? I think that's a yep. bit a bit early, all right? It's a bit early, but I'll, <laughs> I'll mention for, for your safekeeping, like um, <laughs> the, um, it, the distribution currently is the same as it was previously communicated. Um, you know, <laughs> like what, what I always say is these early supporters, these early holders, um, you know, or Genesis cards that are getting involved in the community, that are getting active, getting ingrained, um, will be rewarded. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things about this space is keeping community first. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll continue to operate like that and always will and um, make it right with community, I guess is my point. So nothing has changed on that, on that note. <laughs> awesome, yeah nice all right yeah um let me check if we get any more questions looks good looks good all right yeah um <laughs> oh man yeah. dot exclamation point he loves those token questions huh <laughs> you, you got the answer already don't you <laughs> Okay, perfect. Um, Nick, do you want to make um, make a make a nice uh, end statement yeah. for that? <laughs> yeah, I just want to thank um, everyone. You know, all the community members, um, partners, projects we've integrated with. Um, you know, really everyone that's had a hand in reNFT, and especially our core team. Like um, each of you guys, from the community to the team down, uh, you know, continue to help drive this vision and this mission. Um, you know, we, we've never been in a better place. Our protocols at all-time highs in activities. Uh, we have, you know, endless, um, uh, you know, people wanting to integrate. We are integrating all over the place. Um, 2023 is going to be the year of products actually going live for us and true activity being um, continued, rather, to be driven to the reNFT protocol, as well as just our product, like, scaling to the next level like 2023 is all about scaling for us 2022 was an incredible year to sort of get 
you know, our development pipeline in order, our partnership pipeline in order, et cetera. Um, and so, you know, I know things, especially in these kind of markets can feel slow or down or not that exciting. So I just want to thank everyone for continuing to come to the community, get involved, um, you know, spreading kind of our end goal along with us because, you know, us as a core team um, is one thing, but when the community is involved, it's, it's a completely other thing and it motivates us as well. Um, and then again, just want to give a massive thank you to the VNFT team. Um, I truly haven't worked with a smarter group of individuals. I know a lot of you guys, you know, outside facing don't get to see what's happening inside as much. Um, and a part of our mission is starting to open a lot more of that up. But nonetheless, like what, what goes on in our company um, chats is, is mind blowing and the research being done is, is like next level. And we have a group of absolute legends um, in there and we've done, you know, uh, held rather a pretty high candle to talent. And I think you'll see that if you interface with any of them, even in the ReNFT Discord or ask questions or, you know, whether you're talking to them on a partnership side, whatever it is, like encourage you guys to jump in there and pick their brains because these are some of the, the top developers, not only in our space, but um, the broader computer science world as a whole. So, yeah. so massive thank you. And um, let's crush 2023. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. Yeah, thank, thanks uh, to each one of you. Thank you for your great support and feedback. And um, yeah, thank you everyone for taking part in this call. And we will hear from each other in the next year. So happy holidays and uh, thanks so much, guys. Thanks, everyone.